to Finding Your Superpowers podcast. I am your host, Lisa Amor Porter, and I am excited to be here with you today. We have a special guest. Her name is Clonetta Frazier. She is an Amor Women member, and she is the owner and founder of Edmund Enterprises. And her nickname is the HR Whisperer, which you'll hear, hear more about that uh, coming up. But I love doing this podcast because I'm able to uh, get to meet so many different amazing people and learn more about them and their superpowers. So let's get started. Welcome, Clonetta. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, we're going to go personal first. So mm -hmm. like, tell us what kind of, you know, uh, if you have siblings, what kind of background you, you know, you grew up in and then also um, what area did you grow up in? Yeah, so I am from the southwest side of Michigan. I grew up in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Um, I have two older brothers, one from my mother and one from my, my dad. Um, I'm the youngest, so I always tell people my experience growing up um, kind of was like that of a, you know, a single child, right, because okay. of the age and between, um, you know, their prior children. And so <clears throat> I had an interesting kind of background growing up. Um, you know, as Kanitha mentioned, my business is Edmund Enterprises. It's affectionately named after my father, Clinton Edmund Frazier. Um, he raised me as a single parent from the age of 13. And so, you know, it was interesting because my dad, he raised me from the age of 13 as a single parent. And so a lot of his influence, you know, kind of carries on into my life as well as like into my business life and, you know, some of the choices that I've made you know, from a career perspective. Yeah, I love that, especially because you're honoring him uh, with naming your business Edmund Enterprises, right? So yes. um, it's kind of like you have a piece of him with you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So kind of like a single per like a single child. What are what's the age differences between you and your brothers? Um, ten and six years. Oh yeah. So that means that you guys didn't catch each other in school or anything. No, no. No. Okay. okay. All right. Awesome. I mean, you know, I feel like that's always to know when you're talking to people because it makes a difference when you have those experience with your siblings or not. So, so you were talking about your father. What did he do for a living? I just want to talk about that really quick before we go into our three questions. So he did construction. Um, and okay. so he also, he worked as well as owned his own business. He had his own construction company, Frazier Construction Company. He also, in addition to that, over the years, I saw him have other, he opened a Frazier Firearms, um, you know, at one point where he, you know, was sell, he was able to sell firearms. Um, he also went into partnership with a friend of his and opened a local bar, um, you know, in the city. Um so he was always, again, when I talk about those influences um, carrying over into my life and my career choices. So growing up, I watched someone who modeled having multiple streams of income, multiple investments. He owned um, rental properties as well. So that was an influence. So I myself, like I own a couple different properties. And at one point I was a landlord and in that space as well. Um, okay. you know, and also, you know, I saw him, you know, in business, like he did it with care. 
And that's one of the main things that stands out to me. So even like when with his rentals, there were individuals for whom they just didn't think that they would ever be able to own a house. And so I watched him, you know, take some of those tenants and help them become homeowners and yeah. walk them through the process, which it was a win-win for him because, you know, they were buying like his house. In some cases, he had to do land contracts with them and things of that nature. But again, it was those like things and the details in it and not just having the focus on money right. that translated over, you know, like to me. And so, you know, I try to model those same attributes in my business as well. I absolutely love that. Um, a life ago, I used to be a mortgage broker, um, actually for a lot of my career. And um, that was the thing is that I really wanted to help people, especially first time home buyers, mm -hmm. to be able to understand what it is that they needed so they can, you know, make that the most important, I feel like, purchase of their yeah. life. Right. So oh, I love that about yeah. Okay. So we're going to get into the three questions and then we're going to make sure that we have all of Clinetta's information below, because we do know that a lot of our viewers or listeners um, are business owners themselves, right? And small and mid-sized businesses. So she has a great skill set to come in and to be able to help businesses with their HR needs. And she's going to talk about some more things um, when we're done with the questions. But all right, here we go. So the first question is, what do you feel like is your God-given, like your God-given superpower, which is something that you just naturally or innately have, you can't explain why you're able to be good at it. It's just something that you're good at. Yeah, I'm, I'm a great with people. Like I'm a great connector. And um, I've been told that I, you know, kind of can bring peace. In okay. Order. And I think that that falls in line with, you know, kind of my role as an HR professional um, in working with business owners. And being able to kind of be the voice of reason and to be able to, you know, manage my emotions such that I'm able to help them manage theirs and make strategic, good business decisions for themselves. Yeah, I love that. And a connector of people and a peacemaker, like that's exactly what we need nowadays, right? People mm -hmm. to connect good people together. And then when there is conflict to be yeah. able to help bridge that gap. So that's awesome. I love that. Those are two amazing superpowers. Um, okay, so next, the question is, what do you feel like is your superpower that is learned? So something you were taught, you either went to school for or someone taught you something, but you were able to take it and elevate it to another level. Yeah, really coaching. Like there was a point in my career, I had made it into kind of the, the executive ranks and really realized that I wasn't a strong coach. And a lot of that comes from my innate desire to want to problem solve and to, you know, bring that peace and solution. And that's not always the best way to handle things. And it's a different mm -hmm. skill set to coach someone. And yes. so it requires patience. It requires you to take a step back um, and to ask the right questions and to help the individual come up with the solution and, you know, help them along that path on, you know, sticking to that solution and putting the right 
um, steps in place so that they can have success. And so that was something that I had to learn. It was, you know, I didn't like it at first because it felt like a slow process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, I just, I want to get to the solution, you know, and kind of move on. But yeah. I do recognize the advantage um, of, you know, working through the coaching process and helping the individuals because it's essentially you're equipping them with skills that they'll be able to take on for a lifetime as well. Yeah, I love that. And the and one of the things is that we're all different learners, right? We learn at our own different pace. And so we can't always put our learning pace or style on someone else. So I love that you have patience and say, okay, this is what you need to do. And right, because it's not just for a moment, it's not for a quick fix, which I know we're a quick fix uh, society right now, but no, it's mm -hmm. it's something to learn and to be able to take with you and um, to be able to grow yourself. So I, mm -hmm. I, I absolutely love that. All right. So the last question is, what do you feel like your superpower is that is that you're able to get over by overcoming adversities? So something difficult in your life, you had to go through it, you learned a lesson, and that allowed you to be able to have a superpower and to be able to talk and speak to people in a certain area that you may have not been able to do before in your life. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is um, just the ten tenacity, like building great tenacity and an ability to be able to, um, you know, stick to your goals, right? <laughs> um, you know, like I said, my growing up experience was different from many other individuals. And so I never let that kind of hinder me or in areas where, you know, maybe folks thought, well, she's not going to have the support she needs to be able to have, you know, like the success and things like that. You know, the main thing is, um, you know, that commitment to your goals and really having an innate tenacity to be able to push through any barriers. And so that forces you to take on, you know, a mindset of looking for solutions. So no was never an answer. You know, sometimes it may be a, not right now, but mm -hmm. always knowing and understanding there is a solution for just about everything. You may just have to find a unique way to go about, you know, managing through something, but, yeah, you know, right. you can definitely find a way to get through it. That's so true. I, um, I tell people a lot of times, um, when I'm doing coaching, I have a mentor or a, mentee, a mentee right now, um, mentoring. And I tell her, like, it's not about being the smartest. It's about being able to have the tenacity to keep moving forward, right? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people here that's extremely smart. They have great ideas, but if something knocks them down and they can't get back up or recover from that, mm -hmm. they're done, right? And so, you know your entrepreneurs are not always like the smartest. They may hire the smartest, right? To get them to help mm -hmm. them get to their goal. But they're the ones who can keep on taking those hits and come, you know, and come right back up. So I can, I can understand why your business is doing so great and why you have so many rave reviews is because of your skill set. Your superpowers are amazing and just what's needed to do what it is that you do. So thank you well, so much for you. sharing that with us. 
ladies, are you a CEO or founder? Are you looking for something that will help you get to that next level in business? Well, imagine a world where connections, collaboration, and camaraderie converge into an unbeatable formula for business growth. Picture this, an intimate yet professional environment where women CEOs and founders come together, breaking barriers and unlocking potential. Why is that more women so crucial to women in leadership roles? The path to success can be challenging and often isolated. Female CEOs and founders confront unique obstacles that their male counterparts might not fully appreciate or comprehend. This is where the power of connection shines. By becoming part of Amore Women for women CEOs and founders, you can expand your network, exchange experiences, draw inspiration from each other's achievements and setbacks. The collaboration atmosphere fosters a dynamic exchange of knowledge and wisdom that propels businesses forward. It is an opportunity to find mentors, partners, and lifelong friends who truly understand your unique journey and the journey that they're on. Why wait? Join Amore Women, the sorority for CEOs and founders today. So tell us a little bit why or how it is that you got the name The HR Whisperer. <laughs> well, it's something that I leaned into. Um, it's funny because, again, throughout my life, I always have been told that I have a soft speaking voice. And so, um, you know, so I always tell folks I'm an introvert who was a forced to be an extrovert for business, mm -hmm. right? Because realistically, you know, if I had aspirations or hopes to move up the ladder in corporate, um, I had to kind of come out of that shell. One of the right. things as I did begin to move up, it put me in front of audiences a lot, whether I was doing training or workshops or going to a plan and having to have um, you know, all employee meetings. And so in that, I had to become conscious of my speaking voice and volume. And so, um, you know, so I started to think about that as well as the fact of, of, of kind of what I do, especially with one client in particular, like he just, he loves the, the HR whisperer kind of name um, <laughs> because I realized, especially for some of my smaller like business owner clients, mm -hmm. they haven't really had a lot of exposure or experience working with an HR professional, especially one that is able to work with them strategically as a business partner. And mm -hmm. so I am, I'm dropping those little nuggets or gems that they really haven't, you know, had exposure to, and I'm able to expand their mindset and again, come and work with them towards solutions um, you know, to their their problems or what have you. And so, yeah, so they have me, you know, on speed dial, they call me or email me whenever something comes up or, you know, if they have a bright idea and, you know, and so, yeah, it just kind of took off. And so I love that. I leaned into it. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. So ladies and gentlemen, you see why I definitely wanted to have her as one of the guests on our podcast. Um, we're going to have more information. If you want to get in contact with Clanetta, the founder of Edmund Enterprises, and she's also the HR whisperer, you know, mm -hmm. nothing is too big or too small. And so what I would suggest, and tell me if I'm correct, as being a small business owner, sometimes we try to take on too many things and we're like, oh no, I can do it. I can do it. But when it comes to uh, things of HR, right, we want to make sure that we're protected and we're covering ourselves. Mm -hmm. So 
ladies and gentlemen, don't do it yourself. Reach out, <laughs> call a professional, um, and make sure that you're making your, you know, you're putting all this time, energy, and effort into your business. Make sure it's being protected, and um, you have all the things in place to protect you and your staff. So, yes. is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you want to make sure that you have your compliance. Um, and that you have good processes and policies in place. That's one of the areas where, um, you know, we add value and where I find that, again, you know, you have that thing where, you know, a person, you don't know what you don't know. And yes. so in a lot of instances where we're able to help individuals avoid litigation, we're able to put processes and things in place that if they do incur, you know, litigation of some sort, they're able to come out successfully. And in some cases, we're able to help them save money and find efficiencies in their business operations. That's, that sounds awesome. So thank you so much. And I just want to thank you because this is our second go at it. I'm going to talk about it. We recorded before and it just wasn't right. And so we wanted to make sure we did it right. And I know you're not feeling the best. So uh, <laughs> I, I want to wish you well and uh, enjoy you. this thank holiday you. season. And yeah, out there, this is the end of the year. Make sure that everything is prepared. So once again, we'll have all our information at the bottom so you can connect with her and ask questions. But we're so grateful that you joined us for this episode. Uh, yes, keep on listening and keep on hearing about more amazing people and their superpowers. And hopefully you might identify a new superpower that you may have that you didn't know you had. All right, until next time, we'll see you soon.